Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning into this Thursday version of Born to Be a Star, a podcast when you learn to be a star wherever you are. You recognize your star power and you're able to recognize your reflection in the mirror. You're able to recognize good versus bad, learning that you are who you are, and you're constantly just learning. This is just life. I don't know if we ever actually figure it out. Like, we're constantly learning, and don't we want to be learning? Isn't that what makes everything fun, is that we're learning and that we can make our own decisions whether we want to do something or not do something? Sometimes I feel like people have the ability to make you change your mind or make you feel like you have to and I think that sometimes people misuse your power I definitely feel like religion does that I definitely feel like you know a lot of things do that not just religion but just people in general but especially people that work for like a church or work in like the Christian environment they have the ability to make you feel like if you don't do exactly what they say you're not good enough why would there be a God that wouldn't think you're good enough that, that doesn't make any sense. Isn't it hypocritical against the Bible and what Jesus actually said? Like, that's what you have to look at. And why are these people getting all this money? What are they doing with it? That's another thing you have to look at when it comes to religion. Why is money a part of that? It's not just religion. It's these groups and these other cults and these other networks, it's social media. It's all these things. Why do they want your ad space? Why do they want you to click on this? Why do they want you to click on that? Why is there so much clickbait on YouTube? What's going on, man? We're just numbers to the world, right? But this is a place where you go where you're not just a number. This is a place where you can look in the mirror and say, I am me and I am free. And you can say that. As loud as you want to say it, welcome home. Anyways, today is Thursday. It's another opportunity for us to recognize that we are stars wherever we are. And the world is our playscape. We can rollerblade and we can skateboard on it and we can play hockey and we can be fashionistas or fashionados or whatever we want to be. We can have a really good time. We can create things or rip them apart and start them up again like they do in film. Or we can write books or we can sing. Although I think music is dead and we just talked about that at the beginning of the week. Not only is the radio dead, but music is dead too. Because like nobody's actually doing anything original anymore. Everything is just with a machine and it just sounds like a bunch of crap. But it's Thursday and let's just get to the best part of the pod, which is politics and no media allowed no media allowed no media allowed because they lie to us they lie to us anyway it'd be funny to hear that these punks are going on another vacation why do they keep getting all these paid vacations do you know how much money they make off of our backs off of our hard work and dedication off of the fact that we're getting up on monday mornings or tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday and we're going to work and they get to use our tax money For their own beliefs with a bunch of crap. We've talked about the fact that this idea with electric cars is not that bright. Like, why aren't we having conversations with Elon Musk? He's kind of like the guy that was in the Marvel movies. um, Iron Man. Reminds me of him. Of his character. 
You want to build up all these things. And then when you're held responsible, when they're not working, you don't want to say anything. I don't care about the taxes you're paying. What are you doing to make my life easier? But I also don't think that you know, other countries need to make Elon Musk's responsibility to poor people. That's not his responsibility either. I'm talking about the United States. That's what I'm talking about. The United States. They're trying to... What are they trying to do to the car market exactly? Because there's already no money in vehicles. The moment you drive away with a vehicle, it lost its value automatically. I can tell you that from prior experience. And I can tell you that from the last car I had. The Honda version of the car was... I know. Um, I like to think... Like 24000 That's what I was in for. But the Kelly Blue Book version of the car, maybe two days after I drove it off, was at least $6,000 cheaper than that. And this was for a touchscreen, unbelievable audio, push-to-start, keyless car. All the tech tech you could want in a vehicle. And it had... It lost its value automatically. So you get what I'm saying where I'm saying, what are they doing with the car industry? They're going to make it so you can't go buy a vehicle outside. So they're going to take those jobs away anyway. But the salespeople that are selling you cars aren't that bright anyway. Let's not lie. Okay. So what? We're only going to be able to buy cars online. So I'm just going to be able to go to CarMax. I guess that's okay. Um, and whatever the Carvana think there's another one but nissan makes it so you don't have to do that either so is everything going where you don't have to go to a car place anymore you just pick out what you want and it gets delivered to your house i mean i guess that's not bad but like what if i want to go to a lot and i want to see multiple vehicles and i just don't want to see one and i don't want to just look at them online it's just like when you're shopping online like sometimes you want to go shopping for clothes and you want to like try them on in the store and see what they look like. Other times if you're in a rush and you're buying like a gift for somebody or something, that's something that you can order online. But not every time you're going to want to do that. So it kind of leaves me feeling like, what do we do here? Are the politicians going to write law that are going to help us? And they're claiming that they're going to build all these charging stations. But me and Skip are about to buy a property. And it's already going to be enough for the taxes. Now we're going to have to figure out how we're going to charge our cars. Like, that seems like a lot of work. And these charging stations aren't everywhere. Like, in the state I live in, I can only think of two places that I've seen them. In a crappy area east of the river, no one wants to go to with any common sense. And I've heard a lot of people say they don't even want to go east of the river. There's one. And then they're going to build it. Like, how are they going to do this in, like, city areas, like Metropolis, like a group of, like, buildings and stuff, like, in a downtown area? Like, I, I don't see this. And you know what? I don't want the government to keep hyping this up because they need something else to talk about. If there's actually an issue with climate change... Why was Biden on a jet plane to a climate summit? And why don't you make some reasonable prices for these vehicles you want us to switch to? Because it's really nice you want us to all have electric vehicles by 2030. But some of us don't want to be in debt for that. Like we're already in debt for college. We want to be in debt for a car too. We're already going to have to pay mortgages for houses and other things as well. 
We have other responsibilities. And you know what's not, not, not at the top of the list? How I can get into an unbelievable debt for a car I don't need. Do you actually need a Tesla or one of these smart cars or the Volvo or these other vehicles that are all electric? They've even got a Lexus one, the NX that they keep hyping up when I'm watching certain things on TV. Like, I think you could be wealthy and smart, right? You could have a lot of money, be in the top 5%, 1%, and not just want to spend your money recklessly. Because it doesn't make any sense. Why would you be buying something that you don't need that's not mandatory? For what purpose? Many people, um, couples, one person has a newer car, one person has an older car. Both are reliable. One of them's paid off. One of them is about to be paid off. That's how they operate. You know, you put your money together to figure out how you're going to budget for food or whatever. That's that's what we're operating off of. So this idea that we can't figure out electric cars is just stunning to me. And Tesla had this recall, and it doesn't look like the house or anyone that's in the house is asking Elon Musk any questions about anything. And how are they going to implement this stuff? The government is not that bright. They're not. So, I don't know. I don't have any faith in this. Not only are they going to take another vacation pretty soon, but what are they going to do about this infrastructure? Build Back Better is pretty much dead. Uh, You know, this was a special interest ploy for them to help the poverty people out. And you know what? I don't have any more sympathy or empathy left in me to care anymore. Because... You know, if you don't want to live in that predicament and you don't want to be in poverty, then figure it out like everybody else did. Like, it can't just be you get all these handouts. You get free housing, you get food stamps, and you get welfare. Where does that leave me? Because someone's paying for you to have that. You don't just get that. That's not just free to you without someone paying for it. So that's where it gets shady for me. Why do people deserve not to have to work or be responsible? Like, I, we talked before about the generation loser that thinks they're just going to be movie stars and stuff, and they have no idea about reality. Why are we creating an environment of people who think they're owed universal basic income and free medical coverage that, doesn't, that already exists? Like, free medical coverage is not great. I don't want it. I like paying for the medical we have. It's the best medical you can get where I live. And why would I want to give that up for free medical coverage? I'm not going to have the same doctor. My doctor is not going to want to work for free. My dentist isn't going to want to work for free. My eye doctor isn't going to want to work for free. I pay, me and Skip pay for that. Like, what are you talking about, dude? What? What are you people talking about? And this is progressives, and this is left, left people, and Nancy Pelosi doesn't actually care about anybody but herself. Let's not lie. How she's still alive. I keep asking these questions. And Chuck Schumer doesn't even know what day it is. Biden thinks that Christmas was Easter, and he's a moron too. Just everyone, everyone hates Kamala Harris, and it's just a total crap show. I kind of can't wait for 2022 when these Democrats get slaughtered. I'm hoping AOC gets removed from her position as well. Because I'm just tired of listening to her. Like, 
frankly, I, I don't want to hear what you have to say anymore. You're not doing anything. You're just talking. And then you go with Nancy Pelosi and you do whatever she says. So you're as fake as TV too. And Shalita Abli or whatever the fuck her name is, I don't remember. She's the same way too. They're all fake as TV. Trump was right, okay? He might not have been the best president at presidential things because he's not a politician, but he was completely right. There's fake media and there's fake politicians. They're all fake. And Trump's part of it too. He doesn't really care about any of this crap, which is why he's probably going to win in 2024. Because Biden is the worst candidate they could have ever picked for this. They were desperate and they knew they couldn't rerun again with Hillary, so they picked Biden. Who are they going to pick next? Obama's wife? Yeah, she's going to do a great job. This is a joke. The United States of America is a joke. Biden can't handle anything. So, America, if you think inflation was bad already, it's getting worse. Just be fully ready for potato chips to be like $10 and for gas to be like $20. The worst is yet to come. Anyways, this has been your Thursday version of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. They all lie to us. Fox, CNN, ABC, CNBC, all of them, MSNBC, liars, 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 liars. The Young Turks using propaganda about black people, race, police officers, liars. They never have any actual factual data, bro. And while the data might be factual, I don't want to keep hearing about white people killing black people. I don't want to keep killing, hearing about stuff that happens every day. What is the conversation we're having about things changing? When are we going to have detailed conversations about actual student loan forgiveness? Or where our tax money is actually going? Or the fact that welfare and living off the state and being a bum is not okay. Why do we keep having to feel bad for homeless people? Where I live, they're, they're running amok. And there's a group of them that go around the different locations in the area we live in and beg for money. Are they actually homeless? No. That's what I'm talking about. We need to have conversations like that, but we don't. Reasons why media isn't allowed on Born to be a Star. No media allowed. No media allowed. Next part of our conversation. Updating your wardrobe is necessary for you not to feel like you're wearing the same thing every other week. I don't know about you, but I work in a corporate setting. I have to change my clothes. I can't wear the same shirt every three weeks. I mean, I guess I could and I could change up the pants and switch everything around. And I've done that. But this past weekend, I went into H&M and I bought a couple dresses and a couple shirts just just to change things up a little bit because I didn't want to feel like I was wearing the same thing over and over and over again. I mean, that's just not comfortable. And I don't want to lie and say that it is because it's not. So, you know, in a new year, you want to feel like maybe a little brand new. Go to the store. Maybe spend about $100 on yourself. Buy some new shirts or whatever. Or or if you're, uh, you know, you're older and you're in that I'm retired life, maybe get some comfortable sweatshirts or some new socks or some sweatpants or some leggings or some new bouncy T-shirts or something that's comfortable. So you can be in the house doing whatever you're doing with your retired life, enjoying yourself. Whether you're traveling or doing whatever, you want to have clothes that match up to what you're doing in your life currently. So... 
some people are lucky and they work from home and they don't have to have like corporate attire, like dress up outfits like some others. While others have to have, you know, like silk shirts and silk pants and button up this and button up that. No loafers. You know, everything has to be a specific way. Um, depending on your situation, you might have to do one thing or another. So, you know, I took the time to go into H&M, found some shirts, updated the wardrobe a little bit just because I wanted a little bit of difference in what I was wearing. And I really do think it definitely made a difference. Um, I brought myself a workout outfit for my Peloton just so I could get, you know, excited about working out. And I'm really trying to do better things this year. So I think that buying new clothes, A, helps with that feeling, and B, I think it makes you feel like you're doing something better while you're at work. Because why does anybody want to feel like they're not living their best life? You know, we could easily get caught up into feeling like, ah, I hate this. If you're looking in your closet and you're like, oh my God, I can't see anything I have, it might be time to uh, trade up. Switch some things out, get rid of some things, donate some stuff to the Goodwill or the Salvation Army. Maybe we can even go take a trip to Savers where you could donate some stuff to Savers and update your wardrobe there. I'm not saying you have to go to an expensive store and you have to go to H&M and you have to go to all these places to do all these things. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying you might want to update your wardrobe because you might be tired of looking at the same stuff you've been wearing for two years. I... haven't really had a total wardrobe luckily my past job is kind of the same so gave me the ability to utilize the wardrobe I already had and what I'm doing currently some people don't have it that easy so they had to do things a little differently I wasn't one of them but you know sometimes you have to get creative with what you have available to yourself so when it comes to your wardrobe have fun it's a new year maybe wear some new colors maybe you want your new favorite color to be blue have fun with some shades of blue maybe black is your favorite color because you feel like it hides everything i agree with you have some fun with black you know whatever the situation is that you're feeling have fun with it it's your wardrobe it's your closet it's what you have available. I had so much fun ordering shoes on JustFab for the new year, and I'm so glad I took advantage of the 50% off deal that they had. Um, I got so much for so little. Truly loved it. Uh, there's an entire another cart full of things I want to buy, and I'm probably going to buy that soon. Um, total worth, Totally worth the money and the quality of the shoes and things that I've gotten that I've upgraded to. Great. I got rid of some things that were older that I was never going to wear, and I'm so glad I did that switch when you are upgrading your wardrobe or updating your wardrobe, you're going to have to get rid of some things. So don't think that you can just buy new things and not get rid of old things. That's not good. Make sure you're getting rid of stuff, too. I mean, that's part of it, right? You can't just have new things and not get rid of old things. Basically. So have fun. With your new wardrobe, I recommend you start off with maybe some pants or some new shirts and utilize your pants that you already have. Maybe update your shoes or your boots. Get rid of some that have like holes in them. I had to like throw stuff out that had holes in it and things that were really worn out. And I got rid of a bunch of things and I'm so glad that I did. I don't miss them. Next part of our conversation, positive 
mentality is key to positive living. It is. Instead of always being upset and angry and mad at people when things don't go the way you want them to, just learn to let it go. Like, everybody is going to do things the way that they want it to, and and things aren't always going to be the way you want them to be. Like, I think something I've had to learn as I'm getting older is that I don't really have control over things. But also, I don't really want control over anything. I like kind of having this carefree mentality where I don't take things too personal and I don't get emotional about things. Because when you get emotional about things, point where you're letting that affect your daily life and affect your life outside of the situation, then it's not a good thing. I mean, it's not. Sometimes you're going to have to deal with a situation or you're going to have to have a difficult conversation or you're going to have to just let things go. I told you about letting, you know, letting things go. We had that conversation a couple months ago about being able to let things go and let situations leave or expire and and to not hold on to like situations or people. We've had that conversation before. This is like the same thing. Like you can't always figure everything out and I don't know if you would want to have that ability like is that actually going to be fun probably not so I definitely say that positive a positive mentality where you're just like easy come easy go can lead you to a better ending I definitely agree with that so I dare you to find that better ending Instead of having an ending full of hate and anger, let hate and anger go. Don't let hate and anger and jealousy and all these bad things fill up your heart and your time and your mind. It's it's a waste of air, really. Like, being facetious, trying to, like, mentally hurt somebody just because it's fun isn't good. Trying to go after someone because you're jealous of them, again, isn't good. People are going to do things different ways. You can't be envious or jealous or any of these things and think you're going to grow. You're not. You're going to be like a 12-year-old little kid at gym class. Like, those shoes are better than mine. Who cares about sneakers, dude? Who cares? If you want sneakers, figure out a way to get them. Save up your money and buy them. Or maybe buy the sneakers and payments with Afterpay. Ding, ding. We just figured out a solution. Did that take a lot of time? No, it didn't. Positive thoughts lead to positive endings. I'm just going to say that. If you want to be the difference in something, become the difference. Stop talking about what you want to do and do it. Stop talking about where you want to be and get there. Stop talking about all these things that you want and make them reality. That's what I'm saying. Stop always finding a way to let something not turn out the way you want it to. You're in control of you. And positivity is the key to positive endings. Next part of our conversation. How to not fit in. Like, have you ever thought what fitting in actually means? Have you ever have you ever taken the time to think about what popularity gets you or being the cool kid actually gets you in life? Because at this point, right, 
we've graduated from high school and middle school and college. Some of us have master's degrees. Like we're we're fully into our careers at this point, right? Or maybe we just had an entry-level uh, position and we just started it, given that it was COVID for about a year and a half and things did kind of get off track a little. Whatever. At this point, most of us and those that I went to college with, we're fully into our careers. We know what we're going to do for blah, 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 blah. We're at that point. Do we think that fitting in actually matters? Because I'm I'm trying to think back to high school, right? And I don't even really think anybody was that popular in high school. Granted, I'm not going to say it was popular, but I wasn't not popular. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there were kids that were cool kids, and I talked to the cool kids. Like, excuse me. I'm going to say I didn't, I don't think I cared about popularity. I was more obsessed with getting to college and, and feeling that. That's what I was obsessed with at that point. But, you know, as you start college and you finish college, and you make friends that you're going to be friends with for the rest of your life. You make those friends in college. You know, you meet the person you're going to marry and live with forever. Always and forever. Your husband or your wife. You typically meet them in college. Some of us are lucky to meet the person we're going to be with forever in college. Or maybe it's after. Or who knows what. Um, I don't think that they let teachers do a good job in high school of being realistic with kids and just telling them the truth. Like, this shit doesn't matter. Like, popularity and one person having this coat or these sneakers, none of that's going to matter when you get to college because the only way you're going to get through college is if you show up to class and you do the work that's required. Because it's not like high school. No one's going to call your parents. You're just going to flunk out. Like, there's a big difference between high school, middle school, and college. And there's a big difference between college and, and employment. Like, the reason you go to college is to show corporations or jobs you're interested in that you have the skill set, you have the mindset, and you have the ability to show that you're reliable. It shows that you went to classes and you completed something. That's what college does, and that's what separates college-educated pe- people from uncollege-educated people. That. That's what college does. So when I have these conversations with you about how important education is and the fact that people need to go to college, that's why, right? So if I'm saying that, where does fitting in matter in that regard? What are you fitting into? Are we talking about social media, which is full of a bunch of untalented people? Like, granted, Justin Bieber is really talented, and he was found on YouTube, and that's a great story. But there's not another Justin Timberlake that's waiting to be found right now. And the whole idea of these crappy reality shows where they're trying to find a musician or... And I can't remember remember, name, remember the name of the one with Christina Aguilera. Was it uh, something singing or whatever? I don't even know the name of it. They're trying to create a group or setting or people that make you feel like you have to be something else and they're doing a really crappy job of it i'm trying to inspire people to just be who they are 
you fit into your own group because you are who you are. If you go ahead with your life trying so hard to fit into what the media thinks you should be or social media or Facebook or Meta or whatever it's called because they keep changing their name every five seconds, you'll never live your life. I used to spend time taking pictures thinking that, that that mattered. I joined Tone It Up. I did all this stuff. And while Tone It Up is for health, and I and I agree with it, and I like that aspect of it, you also have to find you in that too. You can't be caught up in a group of people or thing thinking that that's everything because that can't be everything. I dare you. So look in the mirror and recognize there's never been fitting in. It's all an illusion. It's just stupid people thinking they matter more than they do. It's just like the politicians when they try to acquiesce to a certain person and they act like they're doing it for all. They're not doing it for all. They're doing it for their wallet. Let's not lie. And looking back into when you were younger, like 16, 17 years old, or maybe 15, those annoying people that were in your life that made you feel like you weren't good enough, because a lot of teachers do that, reasons why education sucks, don't let that dictate your future. These people that want you to do something because they feel like it's necessary isn't your future. You get to choose your own future. You get to navigate whatever way you want to. Sometimes the navigation is going to lead you off the tracks and you're going to have to find the tracks at another point. Sometimes you're going to go down one road and end up coming out another road. Sometimes one thing's going to work out and, and some things are going to fail and fail and fail till you get it right again. Sometimes that's our lives. But no one other person is in control of that but you. Please know that. You are in control of whatever road you want to go down. Don't ask permission to live your life. Because you don't need it from anybody. There's no in crowd. Popularity is a word that sounds fun. Popular. Yeah, we're popular. What does popular mean, actually? Nothing. You see how popular is a part of dirty pop? And I'm just saying random things, right? You see how popularity is part of pop? Where do you think they got pop from? Pop culture? What is pop culture? Okay, can someone actually give me a pop song? Here, we've got time, right? I'm going to go on Apple real quick. Let's see if I can find pop. Pop. Let's see the first thing that pops up for pop. The weekend. They're saying that the weekend is pop. Wow. Juice World. Alicia Keys. Nobody wants to hear you, bro. Please retire. Never return. Miss Madeline. Adele. Why are you returning, Adele? Go wherever you came from and never come back. Like, <laughs> that's like four of them. Like, who wants to listen to Alicia Keys and Adele? Like, 
you went away, you lived your life, and now you're trying to get more of the fame. It's so pathetic. Are you kidding me? And I'm not saying that Adele isn't talented. I'm not saying that Alicia Keys can't sing. What I'm saying is they're using popularity. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. Next part of our conversation. Cobra Kai season four. Awesome. Cobra Kai season four is pretty entertaining. I've been trying to convince Skip that we need to do one episode at a time because I'm convinced he just wants to watch all of it at once. And then what are we going to look at? Granted, there's things on, but that show, I find it really entertaining. And I actually want to like watch it, watch it because it's so hilarious. Um, It's really good. Um, We like Cobra Kai. Uh, it's very entertaining. The characters are really good. We like anything that has to do with karate. See, we love that stuff. We love Jet Li. We like Cobra Kai. We watch, um, some, uh, what is the name of it? Uh, some karate movie about some, uh, legend of, uh, part of we liked Mortal Kombat that was really good the newest version of that we liked the latest version of a a, a karate legend um that has to do with GI Joe that was pretty good there's a bunch of things we like and uh Cobra Kai definitely fits into that genre so um, definitely give it a try. If you haven't started it, you need to start it from the beginning so you can hurry up and watch season four. It's hilarious. Love it. I can't wait to see the next episode. We're on about episode three or four right now. We're trying to watch it slow, but we'll probably end up finishing that by the end of the weekend for sure. Uh, next part of the conversation outside of Cobra Kai. Lock and Key season two. I'm watching that on my own. I'm just like every episode I'm kind of like, wait, what just happened? Like, I'm trying to remember, like, season one, like, and maybe I should have watched season one first before I started season two, because it was, like, a decent amount of time between the break. But, um, some of the characters on the show, like, I keep trying to figure out, like, how do they get away with the stuff that they're doing? Like, are people not paying attention that much that they're missing the fact that the bad guys are bad? Like, that's the part where I'm like, what am I looking at? That's kind of how I feel here. But it's good. So if you haven't started Lock and Key, start off with season one of Lock and Key. And you'll definitely like it. I'm telling you. The Witcher season two. I don't know about this. If I do watch Witcher season two, I'm going to have to watch the the last episode of the last season. Just to get uh, more familiar with the show again. Because I don't even remember when we watched it. Was it like a year ago or something? But that was pretty good. I think I watched it a year ago. I like The Witcher. I've heard other people say different things. I thought it was good. You know, I like sci-fi. I like things in that genre. So I definitely think I will like it. So I'm definitely going to look at it. Um, Next part of our conversation. Top streamers versus worst streamers. So right now I'd say the top streamers Netflix for sure. They're doing a phenomenal job coming out with original like content like their original shows like Cobra Kai, Lock and Key, um, 
they've also got um uh the show about the people breaking in that's pretty good and i can't really remember for the love of god and they've eventually got they've also got a lot of movies that are coming out that are netflix orientated and they've got a, a lot of actors that are really good in the movies they also have a bunch of content that's not newer but it is they are good movies so i'm gonna give netflix number one who's got a bunch of content but you really got to go through it and find out what's good paramount plus is doing pretty good they've got that amazing show out called 1883 yellowstone is available there if you want to get caught up with the seasons and one of my favorite shows on there is mayor of uh kingstown that's definitely up there at number one outside of that i'd say showtime's doing a pretty good job epics definitely doing a great job they just had their uh, latest season of um what was it uh the spy show that we just talked about last week and uh godfather of harlem was pretty good condor uh so they're doing a phenomenal job um i don't know i guess i put amazon in the mix too but they just had their uh the first season of um will of time and there's a lot going on in will of time so if you're gonna watch that you really have to pay attention to it because you might get off track very easily, and I and I don't want you to do that. It's not a bad show. Like, uh, this could go two ways. It could either get better, or it could go the other way, like The Expanse, and it could get worse. I don't know. The Expanse, I don't know. After, like, two hours of it, I was, like, done. Like, with uh, Will of Time, I actually watched the whole season of it, and it wasn't that bad. We'll see what happens next with that. I do think that Amazon needs to do more. They did just buy Epics or one of those big conglomerates, so they have more access to do more things. We'll see what happens. Maybe get away from the whole sci-fi channel thing and try to create some original content that's not connected with another servicer. Maybe try that. Just saying. And, I, and I'm all about Amazon, but they got to do more with the streaming like with the actual content of Amazon that needs work I like Amazon as far as like buying things and I like their platform for music as well I'm not saying I didn't like Will of Time I did wasn't really into expanse but that's just me I'm kind of picky when it comes to sci-fi you know once you've seen something good like the matrix everything else kind of doesn't meet up to that I'm really picky when it comes to finding good sci-fi and I stick with that so do more Amazon, and I'll wait to watch it. I like Amazon as a platform. They have a lot of things on there. I like the way everything is mapped out. I like the way everything is presented. It, it's fun, and I actually have a fire tea, a firebox. So obviously, I like it enough. If the streaming um, device I have is an Amazon box. Before that, I had the Amazon Fire TV, so I upgraded to the box from the Fire TV, and I gotta tell you, love it. I hope you love it too. Next part of our conversation. Time for Veekstar. Making pasta from scratch. You're going to have to get that Emerald Pasta Maker. It's three payments of $64, but it's totally worth it. Unless you don't want the attachment for the ice cream. If you don't want the attachment for the ice cream, 
then don't pay 64 pay 50 but if you're gonna get all the other stuff you might as well just get the attachment for the ice cream and pay three payments of 64.95 which is about 140 bucks a little more than 140 bucks so it's about excuse me less than 200 dollars totally worth it there's an attachment for a KitchenAid too. I want that. I think that's like 80 or 90 bucks. That's fun too. Um, I do think making your pasta, and we've been talking about this lately, is the best way to do it. Because you can make the pasta whatever way you want, whether you're making lasagna noodles or you're just making pasta. Um, like with this Emerald Pasta Maker, you can put whatever you want into the batter. And I like it because you don't have to roll out anything, then put it into the machine like the old way. Like, it's a machine that, like, does the work for you to make it easier. And they have different nozzles on it. So it could be linguine, it could be angel hair, it could be pasta, it could be rigatoni, it could be any of those options. And that makes the process so much easier than rolling it out and putting it through, like, the platinum machine and just hoping to God it comes out like that. Uh, this makes the process a little easier. So, either get that attachment or get that emerald machine. Or I guess you could find another machine if you want to. There's Bed Bath & Beyond. There's Williams Sonoma. There's all these different stores that have kitchen products. There's Wayfair. Uh, they got just what you need. There's so much you could do. Like, totally have fun with that. Bread machines. I'm definitely getting my bread machine from Williams Sonoma. Uh, I think it's the Cuisinart or it's one of those machines. Let me see if it's Cuisinart. What's it called? Let me tell you in a minute when I find it. Okay, so I found it. It's called a Cuisinart two-pound bread maker. And it looks like a decent bread maker. Um, I wanted it because you could take the carbohydrates out, and I want to make my bread without carbs. Um, I'm going into a strict keto diet, and I don't want any carbohydrates. That's why I want to be able to make my own pasta, so I, could take out, I can use carb-free like ingredients to make it. Uh, so that's the idea with me making my own pasta, making my own bread. Do I want to have control of what I'm consuming in my body because you are what you eat. That's 
That's my version of it. But who knows? Anybody can do anything they want to. It's called the Quizinart. It looks good, really good. They have one called Crooks G. Uh, they're a special creator, and they have their own bread maker. They have a lot of different variations of bread makers. So you can even find them on Amazon, too. I looked at a couple of videos and got a couple of opinions about bread makers. So between Amazon and this, you know, eventually I'll find something that fits into what I'm looking for. Um, seafood in the winter is important you can make stews and soups and bakes and a bunch of things and more and it's very good and pastas too um seafood is amazing and it's so easy to get like frozen shrimp and unfreeze them and take the tail off or get the fresh shrimp and just shove them in a pan and just put some sauce with some butter and some lemon done like seafood is the easiest thing to make all year round especially in the winter when maybe you don't want to eat steak every day just saying just saying but who doesn't want to eat steak every day? I mean, come on. Steak is delicious. Um, where to buy a mandolin? I'm going to say Amazon or Wayfair or Bed Bath & Beyond or Target or Walmart. I don't know if you're really going to find it in Target or Walmart, but you could try. It's like a specific item, and sometimes they don't have items like this, but you could try it. Anyways, I'm going to say that having a mandolin to make your own potato chips with is pretty nifty and pretty cool. And I definitely think you should try it. And I definitely think you're going to like it. And you're going to be able to make your own flavored chips and do whatever you want. You can make them as hot as you want, as salty as you want. You can basically do whatever you want with these potato chips. And they're yours. So, to each is their own and see if you like it. You're probably really going to like it. Anyways, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Where you recognize, where you recognize your star. Because you're a star wherever you are. See you tomorrow on Friday. Bye.